Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Feel good. That's feel good music now. Did you not see this versus last night? I was sleeping. I will watch it. Okay, you have to watch it. Of course I will. It's just Earth, Wind, and Fire versus the Isley Brothers. It was incredible. I felt like I was in. How did you stay up for that and then get up for this, man? I, I, I just do both. I don't know. I don't know. It's the Isley Brothers, You have a man. baby on the way. You're not going to get any sleep now over I the next couple of months. I haven't been getting any sleep. I haven't been getting any sleep. I've just been draining the battery. On bo- I mean, it's, it, it's, it's... But that is... No, no. That is something if you were going to stay up for, you stay up for that. No doubt about it. When I saw it, I said, I want to be able to be functional for it, so I'm going to use it. This is my, my, it'll be my afternoon where I listen to, I watch it back... Because I'm going to need it for tonight. I got a Knicks-Nets game tonight. Just saying, I wanted to get all the candles burning, mm. get the hot tea going. It's feel-good you know music. I mean? Yeah, it's feel-good music. the vibe set for itself. Y'all absolutely. know what I'm talking about. I absolutely know what you're talking about. Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hahn with J. Will. And joining us now, B. Sizzle. What Bart up, baby? Oh, 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 I thought he had a turtleneck on what for up, a minute. What up, man? What's that? Are, you, look, at, look at you. Mm, Did you just roll out of bed? Oh, I see you got the. You know the, I love. You know I love my cashmere. <laughs> what I is see, that velvet? I see you got the soul glow in the hair though. It's looking good. Those curls looking tight and right, baby. No, 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 no. You got. I got bad hair. You see that thing sli- sliding it like I'm on juice or something. Man. I, look, I feel like I'm on juice. Got to slide it to the right, man. I need all I need is the Gumby part. All good though. I, I, uh, Are we wearing the same? I sweatshirt? too was up for the verses. Are we wearing I the same sweatshirt? I was up for the verses Bart? as well. We wearing the same sweatshirt? Close enough. Great minds think alike. Yes, hey, do. great minds think alike, yes, man. I, too, stayed up for verses. And, um, you, know, you know, I'm surprised. It's, a lot of people got pregnant last night. I just put it like that. Jeez. Oh, Already. That was, though. No, no, come on. That is mom and dad locking the bedroom door kind of music. Yes. You hear that music going on, and you're just it, like... You know, don't come in the room. Is. That's what exactly. it is. You know not to. You know not to. <laughs> Give me the code Get knock. Get off my mama. <laughs> Get off my mama. You hurting her. No. Oh, I don't know. We've all been there. We've mama. all been looking at your dad in a really weird way the next morning. Like, yeah, I don't like you, dad. It's always wrestling with mom. No, we, we, it's always so aggressive every time I hear you guys wrestling. What is it, WWE? What's going on? Hey. Walking there, walking there like baby boy, catching uh, midnight trying to go get some water. Like, oh, hey, what the hell, dad? No. I don't know how Negative. to transition from that into Aaron Rodgers, but uh, I'll try. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Our jobs are all in jeopardy. Aaron Rodgers is going to host Jeopardy yeah, tonight. That's there what it is. it is, Evan. I think that's basically yeah, it. Our right. jobs are in jeopardy, and Aaron Rodgers is hosting Jeopardy. Bart, Bart always puts us in jeopardy as he's a habitual line stepper. And speaking of Jeopardy, Aaron Rodgers <laughs> will begin his two-week run as Jeopardy guest host t- today. So he is doing that and meanwhile also we're wondering about his future in green bay how could we possibly be wondering about his future in green bay well maybe because a the team hasn't said anything or done anything to ensure that he'll be there long term and b aaron Rodgers also refuses to say that he will be there long term here's a conversation he had with kenny main when he talked about how apparently things are out of his control this is with the question well, when you say things like that, then people, he just said it's not in his hands. He might be, right? Like, things get misinterpreted. Wouldn't you like to just proclaim, I'm there. I'm your guy. I, I want to keep throwing for Lombardi Avenue all day. <laughs> Ken, you and I both know that's not how it works. No. Uh, like you know, Russell there's... Wilson. He just answered a question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not, you know, necessarily going to approach it uh, like – 
and how that some of that stuff came out. But look, it, like I said last year, you know, those things are just out of my control. The team has uh, obviously the power to do what they what they want. My job is just to play as well as I can. You know, I think there may have been you know ideas about. Uh, what certain things meant in the last year. Uh, I just focused on my play, went out and played, uh, played really well, won MVP, and, and, you know, I've been having a hell of an offseason. How about that laugh? <laughs> we know that's not how it works. It's um, Here's the one thing I like about Aaron Rodgers, but I also wish that I lived in an alternate dimension. Because he's he's always going to be first class, right? And he's he's going to try to break down the scenario. Like, all right, like I understand what this is. You guys aren't going to set me up. I'm not going to say anything outrageous. I'm not going to go and perform to the way that Russell Wilson's agents has performed and say these are the teams right. I want to go to. I'm going to do it the right way. But I really wish we could live in an alternate dimension where I would see Aaron Rodgers. Like, I'm going to slap the the Packers in the face. I want to slap them. Like, just. Give me what I'm worth. Give me what I'm worth. Like, I, I wish I, I, I want – there's a part of me that know that inside, internally, he's yelling that. He's just going to go about it differently than the way other players would go about it. Bart? I mean, when you listen to A.A. Ryan, listen, he gives you just enough to leave you with a cliffhanger. I mean, he's intelligent. He, he knows how to kind of throw the bait out there without, you know, taking it, it – you know, and what he does is – he leaves you guessing. What does he really feel? Now, I think that he understands. He sees the writing on the wall. He understands what they're trying to do. He understands that Jordan Love is going into their second year, and they haven't did any evaluation. They don't know what this kid is about, if he can play. But, you know, the plan was to draft him, have Aaron Rodgers play for two years, let him learn underneath Aaron Rodgers, and then transition. The problem is that you need Aaron Rodgers to, Aaron Rodgers to uh, cooperate. And he didn't cooperate to the fact where he showed any signs of slowing down. So now we look at Aaron Rodgers. Now that he, they're putting, he's putting the Packers into a dilemma. Do we give away a quarterback that's still playing at an MVP level so that, one, we can kind of reset our salary cap, start off young, let Matt LaFleur have his quarterback of the future, or do we stay stuck in the present? And that's a tough situation for any organization to be in, especially when you're unsure about the backup. Now, it was easy in San Francisco because they had Steve Young. It was easy in, in Green Bay because they knew that Aaron Rodgers could play. But now we're in the, in the time where you don't let a quarterback in the first round sit for three years before you give him his opportunity. So now they're going to have to kind of go on what they see in practice and decide if they're going to move on from Aaron Rodgers and watch him go off and play at a high level like Brett Favre did and see him help him or watch him win with another team and say, hey, that could have been us. You know, if they don't get a championship out of Aaron Rodgers, you have to say, hey, this organization did, it, did him a disservice and did their fans a disservice because if he only gets one Super Bowl appearance in a Green Bay uniform, I feel like you call that experiment a failure. I have a crazy theory. Is this a way to keep Aaron Rodgers, like as we saw last year, the fire lit under him to want to play great, to kind of prove himself, and you got that out no. of him last year? And maybe if you're the Packers, you feel like, like, we don't want this guy too comfortable. Like, we want to make sure that he – like, we we don't want him long-term. We don't want to commit too much to him because that's always been an awkward relationship. Now, not between him and Green Bay, but him between him and front office coaches, whatever they've had there. So, if they if they gave him what he wanted, it's sort of giving him all the power again. Why do that? 
maybe maybe theory wise, Bart, they're just trying to say, you know what, if we if we keep you sort of on edge, we'll still get the best of you short term. Come on, man. This man's 38 years old. You ain't got to play no them type of games with him. This man, he's a grown-ass man. Are he you know sure? exactly what he's doing. He don't need – He don't. He, listen, yes, he don't need any motivation. The problem is we look at ages, right? We look at ages and we make assumptions. And the assumption is he's 38 years old and he'll be 39 years old. And sometimes if you keep him for a third year, you have a natural out in his – in his um, salary. So do you get out where you can or do you double down and say, hey, we'll deal with him on the back end of this roster and or on the back end of his contract when he may not be worth what he is? At the end of John Elway's career, he wasn't the player that he needed to be to be a franchise quarterback. At the end of Peyton Manning's career, they drug him through, through the finish line. Do, does Green, is Green Bay willing to do that and not know and potentially lose a guy like Jordan Love? We didn't know that uh, Tom Brady was going to still be able to play at such a high level, and it's been little slippage. I think when you look at Aaron Rodgers, you got you can't look at him as a 38-year quarterback. You got to look at him as a 35-year-old quarterback. And if you had a 35-year-old quarterback, you would say, "Hey, I got at least three more good years of uh, football left." So if you do that, three more years of Aaron Rodgers, you know, after this year, that's four years. That's going into the decision where you have to figure out if you're going to pick up Jordan Love's option. Listen, that's a tough decision to make, and, 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 and that decision has to be made. And listen, you can't tell me the fact that Matt LaFleur is 41 years old and he wants to have somebody that he can dictate to, somebody that he doesn't have to have everything that he says challenged. That's tough for a head coach to feel like the person that's in the room is smarter than him, he has greater football acumen than him, and maybe he has more power within the organization than him. And I think that maybe Matt LaFleur wants to have a young quarterback that he can groom, somebody that he can look to as a mentor and not a peer. Well, we'll see what happens with that. I just feel like where there's smoke, there's fire, and certainly that is a situation to keep an eye on. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin brought to you by Goodyear. Goodyear knows from here on out, every game is a chance to create momentum, to make the right pass, the right move, to hit the perfect shot. It takes momentum to get through the playoffs, and it takes everything to capture a title. Goodyear, more driven. All right, so what does our quarterback think of this? Plus, why if one coach is going down, he's going down swinging. That's in Chicago, everybody. That's next, of course. Keyshawn, J. Will Zubin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Riley in South Carolina, you're on ESPN Radio. Hey, what's going on, fellas? Hey, day one, listen to man. I'm a big fan. Hey, Jay, I appreciate your football acumen. Hey, Zubin, you the man. Key, I appreciate you and you down here in Carolina too, baby. I appreciate More that. More from Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin next. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play.
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. The ESPN Radio, ESPN app. This is feel good. My way Go ahead, Bart. No, they, they ain't ready, Bart. They ain't ready. <laughs> hey, yo, yo. Well, hey, t- well. tell me why when he went to Mr. Biggs, when he went to Mr. Biggs, why they cut Kale's spot out. They, they, they hurried up and transitioned. <laughs> DJ Knight, hey, D Knight's like, like, no, no, no Kale's can be involved. No Jello putting up in this thing, baby. Mr. Biggs. Oh, good, man. Crazy, hey, hey, crazy. That was a night for the culture, though, man. Crazy where a lot of their music comes from, though, when you put it all together, though. Well, it ain't going to tie it back full circle well, well, now. Well, well, you heard all, all the samples that everybody has used right. their beats, yes, man, especially right. when you think about Earth, Wind, and Fire, man. Yep. You think about all the beats, the horns. And I just I just wish that Verdine had his bass guitar. You can't just let Ernie outdo you like that, man. They had a hell of a bass player, too. Verdine is a hell of a bass player, man. He should have had his guitar as well, man. Then Ernie shut the show down, and then the whole thing shut down. You know, as as Ernie's like killing the guitar, and I miss September, man. It just cut off. Mm. Speaking of Earth, Wind, and Fire, we got a little fire right now on the line. Wow, Olavsky, he that. brings the fire. Look at that! Look at that transition on the Goodyear Hotline. Dan Olavsky joins us right now. Dan, good morning. How are you? Uh oh, can we hear him? Do we have Hello. audio on? Dan? <laughs> oh no, man. I got him. I heard him. You hear him? I don't hear him. We, we don't, don't hear him. him. So Bart, you go ahead and talk to him then. <laughs> Hello, Dan. So uh, what do you make out of this entire um, Russell Wilson, you know, um, you think about uh, A-Ron, which one of these guys um, are in the same uniform two years from now? All right, we don't have audio from Dan. So even though Bart can hear him, which is amazing. I don't we understand can't. how technology works. We're having a great works. conversation. Y'all missed some hot fire. Right? <laughs> right, that's what I said. The fire takes from Dan Orlowski, but we can't hear a fire take. Right now. If only we could hear it, but we can't right now. So once we get this figured out, we'll I feel like we ca- I feel like we Captain. Yeah, I feel like we Captain Planet right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> trying to make it work. You know, yeah. only, only, the, only, only, only those who had TV One back in the day understand what I'm talking about when you're talking about Captain Planet, man. When you used to go to class, you had to watch TV One in homeroom. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Well, in the meantime, while we're trying to figure out the audio with Dan, uh, let's just discuss something that's happening in Chicago right now, and and that is uh, involving head coach Matt Nagy, who decided to let it be known that he will be the play caller again this season in Chicago, and he believes it's like, if I'm going out, I'm going out on my calls. That's how he feels about it. And then he said this with with now he has his QB1 and Andy Dalton. He said what what it would be like – the significance for him in calling plays for Andy Dalton. Some things will be a little bit different. There's going to be some things that Andy likes that Mitch and Nick hated and and vice versa, but we're going to work together to be able to figure out what that is. And so as a personnel department, as Ryan, as the GM, myself as the head coach and our coaching staff, when we collectively came together and said that, you know, Hey, when you, you go through free agency and you look at everybody that's available, Right. It was it was really a, a strong consensus for us to to, to get Andy in here and uh, and move forward with him as a starting quarterback. I mean, I don't know really what he what he said there. There wasn't a whole lot said other than the fact that they'll have to figure out the differences between Andy Dalton and Mitchell Trubisky. This is screw it. We're all in. We're just gonna do it. We say I don't care anymore. I'm going all. I'm I'm Bill Lazor. Move over. 
I know you did a good job last year. Responsibility is mine. Like, if I'm the person that has to fall on the sword with Ryan Pace, I'm gonna, I'm, I've hitched myself to Andy Dalton. Probably not the best decision. It's the only decision <laughs> that we had, damn it, Bart. And I'm all in with it. I'm going with QB number one. He's going to take us to the promised land. All my eggs are in this basket. And if it doesn't work out, I'm going to get fired anyway. Might as well do it on my terms. That's where it is. Uh, absolutely. We saw, yo, yo, we saw Adam Gates do the same thing when he gave up play calling. And then he said, hey, well, you know, I'm just suggesting stuff. And they're like, hey, man, your, your mouth was moving the entire time during <laughs> right. two minutes. You know, I don't know what you're talking. He's like, Listen, all right, man, whatever. Y'all got me. I don't care. And it's one of those things. Matt Nagy's trying to pad his re- resume because, you know, it's looking like it's heading towards a divorce. And listen, he's part of the good old boys club. He'll land on his feet. Their money's guaranteed. He'll be able to be a coordinator somewhere, and he'll be a genius all over again. He'll have to get in the back of the line and try and work his way there. You know, you know it's something when, you, when they start t- reminding you of the resume of, of Andy Dalton. Well, you know he's a three-time Pro Bowler. You know he took this and that. Like, listen, this is the same guy that we saw in Dallas, and maybe they can play and be, be, he can be serviceable. Maybe he can kind of turn back the, 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 time, the time clock all over again. But you're putting your basket in Andy Dalton. You're putting all your eggs in Andy um, Dalton basket. And listen, we just know within that division, we know that you have an improved Lions team. You have Minnesota that looks like they're retooling, um, and it's going to be it's going to be tough right there. All right. Well, let's let's. By the way, nice Easter reference there. Eggs in the basket. We get it. Dan Olavsky. <laughs> Let's see if we can get him back now off the silent count. Dan. So, 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 so if you're Cheddar Bob. <laughs> no, that's what I want to see if we get him off the silent count. Are you, are you back with us now, Dan? I'm back with you. There he the is. Cheddar Bob reference. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I won't shoot myself, I promise. Um, listen, I, I think the Bears should have kept Mitchell Trubisky. You know, if we're talking about, first of all, when Ryan Pace talks about his offense and he goes like, he can operate our offense. He fits it with the drop back and the play action, the movement. Did you watch your offense last year? Because you guys don't do movement. <laughs> I claimed all year to do more movement with Mitchell Trubisky. Second of all, look at the last three years between Andy Dalton and Mitchell Trubisky. Mitchell's better with more touchdowns. I think the same amount of interception, better completion percentage. Here's the thing. You didn't need a quarterback to fit into your offense to save your job. You needed a quarterback to elevate your offense to save your job. You got a bottom 10 offensive line in a bottom 10 skill group, and that's like making the assumption that Allen Robinson is going to actually sign the franchise tag and play there this year. And so Andy Dalton coming over, Andy's a really good backup at this point in his career, and he's going to be able to play solid football. But solid is not going to solve it when you're in a conference with Aaron Rodgers and Matthew Stafford and Kyler Murray and Tom Brady and... Matt Ryan and Carolina potentially doing something with their quarterback position and going up in the draft. Like, it's not the answer. And so that's my thing with Chicago is, like, if you were just looking for a guy that was going to try to fit what you wanted to do, Mitchell Trubisky at least gave you young upside. Three years ago you or four years ago, you moved up in the draft to go get him. At least you could cross your fingers and hope to strike lightning in a bottle when he's a young player for your organization. That's why I don't understand the lack of plan from Chicago. Well, Dan, I think that's the problem. I don't think anybody understands what Chicago's trying to do. I don't even think Chicago understands what they're trying to do. Yeah. Josh McCowan said that Sam Darnold will be up for QB competition with a rookie if and when the Jets drafted one. How likely is that scenario? Zero. It should be. (laughs) Zero. Absolutely zero. Dude, if you're thinking about drafting Zach Wilson and keeping Sam Darnold, 
don't draft Zach Wilson. Sam Darnold's value right now should have absolutely no bearing on what the Jets do with the number two pick. I've been outspoken. I think that the Jets could, should keep Sam Darnold, especially seeing what the, um, the Dolphins got for the number three draft pick. I'm a believer in Sam Darnold. That being said, not taking Zach Wilson, um, like you're not taking Zach Wilson because of what you could potentially get for Sam Darnold. You're taking Zach Wilson because of what you're going to get from Zach Wilson. Like Sam Darnold shouldn't have any bearing on the situation right now for the Jets. And at some point, the Jets are going to have to cut ties, move on, and go, Zach Wilson, it's your team. It's your organization. Like, we hope that you are as good off the field as your talent is on the field. That is something that I've talked about for weeks with the Jets. The arm is not going to take you out of the gutter, okay? Sam Darnold's arm is just as special. The arm is not going to just take you from being really bad to really good. His leadership better be off the charts. His character better be off the charts. His competitiveness better be off the charts. His maniacal study habits better be off the charts. But keeping Sam Darnold does nothing for your organization. All right, so Dan, if you were the leader, if you were Joe Douglas of the Jets, what would you do? Would you keep Sam Darnold? Yeah, or would. Or would you draft I, Zach Wilson? I would keep Sam Darnold. couple reasons why. One, the value of that second pick. And I think that what's more realistic for me, Jay Will, that's what I got to ask myself. What's more realistic that I take – Zach Wilson, and he does become the next Patrick Mahomes type of player, or I keep Sam Darnold, I trade out of that pick, I then have over the next two years probably like five, six first-round picks, something like that, probably eight first two or first, first, first and second-round picks, and I build my roster, and Sam Darnold develops into just a good player. Because even then, in three years from now, if I do that and I hit on 70% of my picks, which a good general manager does – if I hit on them, not because they become stars, but I hit on them, then I could take a quarterback, no matter where I am, and my roster is healthy. I've asked this 50 times over the last month. Name me the last quarterback that was taken in the top five of the NFL draft that flipped a bad organization into a good one. Name me a guy. The only one, and, I, and the, the, the only one that's even in the conversation is Cam Newton. Okay, and you can make the argument, did he actually flip Carolina? Because it wasn't like this consistent winner. That's the only one. Baker Mayfield might be trending towards that, but the Jets aren't in a place roster-wise to just take a young quarterback and go, okay, you're our savior. You go get it done. I'll tell you what, Dan, that's the name I was going to come up with for you is Baker Mayfield. I mean, that's basically it. You know, the only thing I could think of is that we agree on Sam – but I don't know about, you know, the draft thing, but there's a lot more, obviously, to discuss on that topic. But we do appreciate it. Sorry for the technical issues. We would have had more time with you, but thanks for Bart's joining fault. us this morning. I'm blaming Bart. He did it on purpose. <laughs> I can't believe that man called you Cheddar Bob. That's messed up. He hit the mute button, <laughs> too, up, didn't he? Man. Especially coming up. It's messed hey, up. Ain't no, way. Hey, ain't no such thing as halfway crooks, Dan. You know what I'm saying. Thanks, Dan. We appreciate you, man. Later, guys. All right. So, LeBron has not played and did not play once again for the Lakers yesterday in a loss to the Clippers, but he still was the biggest story in the NBA this weekend. We'll discuss why after SportsCenter. Looking for McDonald. Lobs it into McDonald. Five seconds left. McDonald, two seconds. McDonald traps. Heaves. Can't hit. That is it. Stanford survives. 
Cardinal National Champions in 2021. That was the call from Ryan Rucco on ESPN as the top-seeded Stanford defeated the third-seeded Arizona 54-53, a classic finish to win their first national championship since 1992. The Cardinal also the first team in men's or women's NCAA tournament history to win both its semifinal and final games by one point each. In baseball, Shohei Otani became the first starting pitcher to homer in an American League game since the DH was instituted in 1973. You see this shot, it was a bomb. His first at-bat, first pitch, and it was gone. He was also gone after Jose Abreu slid into his ankle, though the team said he's okay. His teammate Jared Walsh played hero with a 3-1, 3-run walk-off homer in the Angels' 7-4 win over the White Sox. On to golf. Jordan Spieth picked up his first PGA Tour win since the 2017 Open Championship. He won the Valero Texas Open to snap an 82-start winless streak. Now he'll try to be the first player to win the Masters and the event the prior week since Phil Mickelson in 2006. Spieth has the third-best odds to win the Masters at plus 1,100, according to Caesars' William Hill. Sports Center brought to you by Goodyear. Goodyear knows from here on out, every game is a chance to create momentum, to make the right pass, the right move, to hit the perfect shot. It takes momentum to get through the playoffs, and it takes everything to capture a title. Goodyear, more driven. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. Alan Hahn, Bart Scott kicking it with J. Will on a beautiful morning here in New York City. We are coming to you live from the Seaport District of Pier 17, brought to you by Chase, and you hear the music, J. Will. Space Jam, you see the trailer? I, I did see the trailer. I, I got to be honest, a lot of iconic moments from NBA games and players. Uh, I got to be real with that. you. My daughter was watching. She, like, she wants to see it. And I'm like, I just want you to understand, baby, that Michael Jordan did the first Space Jam. So in order to understand this Space Jam, we have to watch the original. But I, I do love I like ultimately that. like Anthony Context. Davis. Yes, I like it. I Damian like it. Lillard, mm-hmm. all the, Clay Thompson, the NBA's biggest stars in this movie with LeBron James. I, I, I loved it. Bar, what do you think? Um, hot and cold, man. I, 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 it's a lot to live up to, right? And we'll, we'll see if uh, LeBron acting skills and if they wrote a good script. You know, I'm going to check it out, though. You know what I mean? But I, you know, I, it's, it's tough when you touch something that's iconic as Space Jams, you know, you know to, to be able to make a better version of it. It's a lot to handle. It's kind of like coming to America too, but coming to America too had all a lot of the originals still there. You know, I wonder if they have any um, of the originals that were there. You know what I mean? Like, we'll see. It's going to be entertaining, though. Is Michael I'll Jordan going to pop up? Like, I would love to see Ooh. Michael nah, nah, Jordan nah, just nah, pop. Nah, Why not? I would love to see Michael Jordan and LeBron. Be, is there no reference to Jordan in this thing? There, not that I've be seen. No reference at all. Like as if it never right. happened. See that? That's it's just this right, has been exactly. This, and that's what this I'm talking about. Been LeBron's thing, man. Like this is. This has been LeBron's thing. It, it's it's whatever Jordan has done, and I love the idea. And, and he's also trying to pay homage <laughs> to something that you know, obviously in basketball culture, that this was a movie that everybody was excited about, had fun with. But I also, as you're watching the trailer, I don't know. This is my take. Uh-oh. I, I want to get everybody's. Let's call it a 10 second review, right? You remember you used to have this is thing this, called is, 60 second review. It was a movie thing they used to do on the radio all the time. Is this like your Roy Williams take last week? It'll be better. It'll be better. It'll be better. Okay, I just want you to know, your take last week was he's a legendary coach who's never done anything Thanks legendary. for bringing that back, Jay. Appreciate I'm, I'm that. Okay, continue. 
I did also explain that I was using slander because I was losing the debate, as Socrates once said, but okay. Uh, but no, let's go 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776, because I don't think I'm the only one that we can come up with little... Again, off this trailer, give me a 10-second review. Mine will be this. Michael Jordan was able to do Space Jam with Sean Bradley. LeBron needed Anthony Davis. Oh, jeez. What? Really? What else? I say? No. Really? Well, no, we, no, give me yours. Give me your 10-second review. Go. 10-second review. I, Space Jam 2 better have an appearance by Michael Jordan and Bill Murray to pay homage. That's what I want. That's not a review. That's a, it is a review. I, it's a statement. It's my review. It's Jay Will's statement review. It is, yeah. Bart? Is, is LeBron that arrogant that he doesn't want to have Jeffrey in the movie? Because it should be something where he's passing the torch to him. I mean, it should be a symbolic moment, like saying, hey, you got the juice now, son. He should be giving him a basketball. George should be in there hanging with Bugs Bunny, the Roadrunner, Coyote, you know, all those guys. And like, hey, oh, welcome back. This has happened before. You got you to gotta talk about the history of it. You can't act like it never happened and do it as an original yeah, or a straight agree. remake. No. It has to be something where you, may, you pay homage to what happened before. And this is a continuation should have been space bams jams too not space jam this is space jam too did i miss it i don't know what the actual full i just, just space space jam. the new legacy the new space jam the new legacy they didn't put it to like the star see, wars see, kind of see, thing yeah you're right it's see, an episode right, two see, that just, yeah yeah that's how that sounds like they're trying to forget about like the new legacy like forget about the old legacy you got to pay homage to the old legacy before you move on and transition to the new legacy like come on son Sort of feels this like is LeBron, it, man, trying to erase Jeffrey. Oh, stop. He's not trying to erase Jeffrey. Uh, I, I knew it would That's turn it. into he's this. To do I knew it would turn. And how Alan could started, it not? How here, could it, it not? It automatically goes to here we go. LeBron needed AD. Michael. Sean Bradley. Sean Bradley. He had Sean Bradley. <laughs> now, now, again, we, we, Sean Bradley just went through yeah, a terrible yeah, accident. So we want to certainly wish yes, him the best. Okay. Uh, and, and all that stuff. But I'm, I'm not just talking about as far as talent. Goes. I mean, you have Anthony Davis and, you know, Sean Bradley at the time was a terrific shot blocker, but he wasn't Anthony Davis. You know, I, so I'm just saying, I'm just saying, look at the, <laughs> look at the, you know, the talent on both sides. That's all I'm saying. So you, so you said, you said, you said that LeBron has a better animation lineup than, than Jordan needed to, to, to carry the, to I beat also want to know this. Monsters. What will be the iconic shot? Because remember, Jordan had to go with the, Right? Did he dunk from the from half court? He done, but you got the one where the super uh, stretch yeah. arm. You know what's uh, is it Daphne Bunny? Yeah, the the the, the no, Lola, yeah, Lola, yeah. Bunny. yeah, Lola, Sorry. Lola Bunny. I don't know why I have Daphne in my mind. That's all right. Uh, but when she has her arms kind of spread out while LeBron is done, it's like the iconic D Wade LeBron oh, James moment. Lola Bunny as D Wade. Yeah, there's a lot of they they, they take those type of plays <laughs> on a stereo. Bart, LeBron's would be a pass. Le, LeBron, yeah, LeBron's would be a pass. Oh, it'll be a pass. <laughs> That's great. The iconic moment be LeBron passing to someone else to make the shot. You guys are those are LeBron haters. All right, let's see. Let's see. Eight 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 ESPN. Eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Your ten second review on Space Jam. That's LeBron. Space Jam, the the LeBron version. All right, let's see. Let's go to Scott in Raleigh, North Carolina. Scott. Hey, fellas. First of all. Best of uh, luck in his regimen for diabetes to Zubin, and my heart goes out to Keyshawn. Uh, Jay Will, love your take. Love all you guys' takes. My review is, no way you get Space Jam without Michael Jordan in there, baby. No way. 
you got to at least have a picture on a wall saying, oh, <laughs> to, to, you know, homage, homage to, to, to those who came before. I'm just, I just recently started watching Last Dance again, and they, I, last night I watched the episode with uh, Space Jam on it. Gotta have MJ, baby. He re- he paved the road that LeBron's walking on. Ooh, I like oh, it. I like save it. Save that drop. Thank you, Scott. He paved the road LeBron is walking on. Okay, Scott and Raleigh, North I've Carolina. Heard Step it, up, Raleigh. Eric in Maryland. Eric, your 10-second review of Space Jam, LeBron's version. Hey, gentlemen. Uh, listen, it's never it's never going to be another Michael Jordan. It's LeBron James' attempt yet again to try to upstage Mike. He needs to get over himself. He's number three no matter what. It's Jordan, it's Kobe, and then it's Mike. Wow. That's strong. That's a strong take. Can, can I just ask? You go ahead quickly. If somebody comes up to you and says, hey, would you like to be the star in Space Jam 2? Like you say, like, uh, no. It's his, it's his production company. Uh, well, yeah, that's fair. Accurate point. Way to tie it all together. <laughs> I mean, Next yeah, caller. If you just kind of want to, like, <laughs> who should we make the star? How about me? How about me? It's my production company. Ronnie in Florida. Ronnie. <laughs> What's, up, What's up, guys? What's happening? Uh, no way in hell Space Jam 2 is going to be as good or even more influential. Scott and Raleigh said it best. LeBron James for for his whole career has been trying to cancel what Michael Jordan did, and if it wasn't for Michael Jordan bringing no. back the long pants, his his ass wouldn't even be playing right now. Oh, so no. I don't want to hear that nonsense. <laughs> I agree they should put him in the so movie. At least put Bird, Muggsy Bogues. Somebody's got to be there to represent the first crew. That's just my take. Yeah, can we can, can we have Bird you, and Muggsy Bogues and like the old school like? Training the new school team for like the Goon Squad. Can we have that? Yes. Like, give me, give me some of that kind. That's it. See, see, see. But you know, it's not in there because LeBron wants to wants to make it his own, right? So he, the he Goon Squad. Want to you know what though? In this movie, in this problem, Bart. In this movie, the we, the Goon Squad should be KG and that Celtics team that used to always yes. give him trouble, right? Wouldn't yes. it be funny? Uh, <laughs> are we, are we, are we really going to turn Perry? this into this part? This is what this whole conversation is going to oh, turn Bart, into. Bart lives for Whether this. LeBron James is trying to cancel culture Michael Jordan. Oh, That's where know. this conversation's uh, going. That's where callers are taking it this morning. One more, one more call. One more call, guys. One more. Look, Brian, look, hang on, Bart. LeBron, hang on. LeBron, hang on. LeBron, one more. LeBron. One more. One more. Brian in Chicago has a good point here. Go ahead, Brian. How's doing today? Good. What's up? What's up, B? Uh, hey, you guys should start one. Start your own show on ESPN. Well, we we have one. Are, it's called Keyshawn. We should call J. it well, Keyshawn I mean, J. Will. Well, it. <laughs> <laughs> but we appreciate it. It's a great idea. Love, though, Brilliant. I appreciate the love, B. What's your what's your ten second take? Which one will make more money? Mm. Well, it's. Well, for the record, Space Jam has made $80 million, which sounds pretty good. But see, you, you have ticket sales because you have theaters, right? I mean, made I'll, in 96 now, so. What's the difference? I don't understand now because is this out? I wonder, like, what, what is this out on? I didn't get a chance to see what network it's out on. But, like, they will buy it now. So, the, I don't know. Economics are different these days, right? Because you don't have ticket sales and yeah. those things. Because people aren't really going to movies, but it's more you have streaming. Anymore. You have streaming, right? Mm-hmm. You, have, you, you have streaming. So I mean, you look at what Wonder Woman did. You look at what King Kong versus Godzilla did. I watched that. Yeah, I, th- I think yeah. the numbers would be up there. I know. I went see. I went to the theater to watch it. It's, it's impressive in, in, in theater when you when you can actually feel it, man. But I tell you what. I wonder. I wonder if, if LeBron had the animators uh, coloring all his hair. I wonder how vain he was. I wonder how he did it. 
see, this is the problem. Bart lives for that. We're breaking just down understand. hairline coloring. Just understand that Bart lives for this. And, uh, I mean, let's be honest. We, we did this just because <laughs> Wait, we knew but, Bart man, would for this. We knew you would. All right, coming he put up. 25 up on, he put 25 up on my Pistons, man. Yeah, that's right. Never he, still holds that. That. he still holds that kind of hair. All right, coming up, though, how Jalen Hurts is proving he really wants to be QB one. That's after Jay has this from Straight Talk Wireless. It's time for some straight talk. Sure, saving money feels good, but cutting your wireless bill in half, <laughs> that feels really good. Like walk off home run in the ninth inning kind of good. Okay, maybe not that good, but pretty darn good. With Straight Talk, you can get 25 gigs of high-speed data for 45 bucks a month, up to 50% less than the other guys, plus no contract, all on America's best networks. Why pay a whole lot when you can pay half? Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You ready, Jay will Hey. Bart, you ready? Hey. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented uh, by Progressive uh, Insurance. Oh, <laughs> you could save big when you bundle your auto, home, motorcycle, RV, or boat. Visit Progressive.com. Let's go A to Z. And let's begin with a story that is kind of funny. And it's, it's dumb but funny. And that's why it's so perfect for us. Because we're dumb and funny. So Jalen Hurts decides that he's going to change his jersey number with Philly, with the Eagles, to number one. Remember, he wore number two with the Eagles. And there's, trust me, there's a punchline here. So, but Hertz wore number one at Oklahoma. He also wore it at Alabama. And so it became available when Cam Johnston, the punter, was no longer on the team. So now it's open. Now, of course, what's funny about this is that he's QB1 now, right? In Philadelphia. Carson Wentz, he moved on because he didn't want to be QB2. He moved on to the Colts. And what number did he choose? Because Michael Pittman wouldn't give up number 11. He chose number, he chose number two. Jay? It's, uh, it's just ironic to me, Bart. Yesterday when I was talking to Evan, it's the first thing I told him. I was like, you know, for all this stuff, wanting to be number one and you change the number, you can't get 11 from Michael Pittman Jr. And you're like, you know, I'm going to go back to two. That's a number. Meanwhile, psychological warfare is going on in the mind of Jalen Hurts. <laughs> so, you know what? I've never been QB number two. I'm QB number one. I'm going back to one, Philly. This is what you deserve. You're welcome. 
Well, you know, when you think about Jalen Hurts and his you know, path to, to, to being a starting quarterback, he was QB number two everywhere he went. He was QB number two when Tua ran his spot. So now maybe he's projecting and maybe, just maybe, Carson Wentz is securing himself, saying, listen, I'll be number two. And first of all, what's up with Frank Wright not letting an established quarterback come over and get his number from Michael Pittman? Are you kidding me? Come on, man, you're a rookie last year, man. Run that spot, son. You trip, you tripping. I was an MVP candidate. You think you're going to be able to hold your journey? Man, get out of here, man. You'll never catch the rock from me. You ain't going to get no attempts. We're going to control your numbers. How about that? Mm. Well, Lincoln Riley, who's the coach at Oklahoma, who also coached Jalen Hurts, he was on our show last week, and he said this about Jalen Hurts now taking over in Philly. I know he's really, really excited for the opportunity. Not that he would ever say that. I mean, he's a pretty low-key guy, but I know he's putting in a ton of work behind the scenes. And, you know, he's a guy that believes he's ready for this. I mean, no question about it. I mean, he, he believes that this is a, a tremendous opportunity and nobody's going to outwork the kid. That's, that's not going to happen. When you're, when you're the quarterback, there's a, there's a difference between kind of hoping you're going to be the guy and then knowing and feeling you're the guy. And that like, added confidence that brings along to me can be a game changer. And I think it'll be a big deal for Jalen. It's huge, certainly, for the Eagles as well to make sure that he is the guy and they'll find out this year. You see, there's a drastic difference between the talent level that the Colts have as opposed to the talent level that the Eagles have, right? Yeah. Colts are a team that can win a Super Bowl. But, like, these are the small things that just – and I'm curious to see what the – drastic differences between the mindset of one quarterback in Jalen Hurts who's not on a good team as opposed to Carson Wentz who now is on a team that expectations are to win it again mm-hmm. but who is he going to be yeah no that's it'll be interesting to watch who has the better season going forward not team success but which quarterback has the better season in the NBA as we continue on A to Z on KJZ Alan Hahn Bart Scott with Jay Will ESPN radio so the Lakers have lost again so they lost to the Clippers by 18. It was yesterday uh, on ABC, an afternoon game, a Sunday afternoon game, and it was uh, the Clippers just dominated. And now the Lakers without, again, no AD, no LeBron. There it goes. They have fallen behind Denver for fifth place in the Western Conference. They're 3-6 and six without LeBron and AD in the lineup, and they are on a seven-game road trip that now continues Tuesday against Toronto. As you know, it's not in Toronto, but in Tampa. Here's John Barry and his thoughts after in the postgame extra on ESPN Radio after the Clippers beat the Lakers to send the Lakers to fifth. I have some concern for this Laker team, and in particular the three-point shooting. Uh, it was dreadful today against the Clippers, uh, and they're, they're going to have to find maybe uh, go somewhere and find a shooter that could come in here because uh, it was ugly today, and it's getting uglier and uglier as these games keep going forward. You don't need to find a shooter. You just need to get healthy. Well, this is what happens when you play yeah. without two of your best players. Look what happened to Golden State without Stephen Curry and Draymond Green. What, they lost by 50? Oh, my goodness, yeah. 50? Yeah. Right? So and I've said this on our show two weeks ago, and people think that our show is always full of hot takes. I know there are a lot of hot takes around ESPN, but you're always going to get the real truth here, right? So I said two weeks ago, I was like, hey, there's a chance the Lakers could be in the play-in tournament. People are like, what are you talking about? You're stupid. You're a moron. You have no idea. Where-. I'm like, all right. You're saying you're playing without AD. You're playing without LeBron. There are one of their toughest stretches coming up in their season right now. And as you get those guys back, you can't have LeBron James just come back and play 40-plus minutes. And it's for- you got to work him slowly back into it. Same with AD as you watch that Achilles. So like, there's, there's time that you need. They could find themselves in that position. They're damn near close. 
Yeah, but I mean, if they if they find themselves in that position, it could be a blessing in disguise. The fact that LeBron be able to work himself back in, play some meaningful basketball. You know, as long as he gets back before a month before the season, I think he'll be able to be you know in a groove. But you know, this team understands that it's about being healthy. And, you know, they get in, you know, nobody wants to see them in the playoffs postseason as well because they know when they're whole what they're all about. The, the big issue for me isn't LeBron because he's going to come back. He's going to be spectacular. The big question for me is Anthony Davis mm-hmm. and that Achilles and is it a ticking time bomb? Because as he comes back, you can, you can do whatever you want and, and, and prepare for it. But, you know, when you, you know what it is, Jay. Will. When you're reacting, you don't know where you're going. You're just reacting to what's happening in front of you, and that's when those, you know, Achilles pop. Yeah, you know Bart, so that's what I'm more concerned about. Yeah, that, that's a team certainly that you don't want to face them, but they also don't want that extra mileage to try to get their make their way through the playoffs. No question about it. All right, coming up next, from suck to Sam to sucks for Sam in just three years. That's next. KJZ, ESPN Radio, and the ESPN app.